0: Howdy howdy, I'm going
1: home guys,
0: and welcome <laughs> to, but <laughs> it was aliens, the extraterrestrial comedy podcast where we take it in turns to probe real life paranormal events to determine whether those events really were as strange and unusual as claimed. Each week, the co-host has no idea what's coming up, and this week, our co-host today is Mr. Granville Moonwalker. That means that I'm your host this week, and my name is Kev, a.k.a. Greybeard, for some unknown reason.
1: I mean, it's it's definitely a well-known reason why you're called Greybeard. It's
0: a well-unknown reason.
1: Kevin the Tall!
0: <laughs> oh, no. So that's sticking, then. And uh, Mr. Moonwalker yes. is clearly on one today, although he's <laughs> also going home. Today, <laughs> we will be visiting events from the 1750s in a beautiful beautiful place. The name of that place? Cock
1: Lane. I was about to say we've been there, but we haven't. No, we've been to Cockyard. And then I was half expecting to scroll down and see a picture of us at Cockyard.
0: No, there are no imageries in today's episode, Mr Moonwalker. We will not be looking at the Cock Lane.
1: That means there's probably going to be a picture of Cock Lane.
0: As I move. Too easy. Too easy.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably be later.
0: I've stretched the truth. Stretched the cock, if you will. Yeah, a little you
1: erected the truth.
0: A little already. For Cock Lane was not so much a beautiful place. Are they ever? As it was <laughs> a shabby area. I haven't really seen Cock? Yeah, I mean, how many have you seen? Enough to know that they're not ever pretty?
1: Yeah. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) Wasn't expecting that answer, were you, biatch?
0: No, no, I was not. Well, we did visit Cockyard together. (laughs) Completely thrown my flow here. (laughs) So, yeah, shabby cheek area, but this cock was... Kind of attractive, but well used and a bit worn. Richard Parsons resided in a house on the Cock Lane with his family. Richard, aka Dick Parsons, Dick of Cock Lane, was a well-respected church clerk. Dick's best friend, James Franzen, was in charge at Dick's local pub, The Wheat Sheaf. Dick liked a drink, or ten, and so wasn't the best with his money. One day, by chance, Dick crossed streams with a couple in need of accommodation. With Dick needing cash to get booze, Dick agreed to a Mr William and Mrs Frances Kent moving into Cock Lane. Yes, Dick agreed for Willie and Fanny to join Dick in Cock Lane. I'm not making this up, I swear. I'm a professional and I will maintain professionalism throughout today's show. Cock Lane is in Smithfield, by the way, which is the area of central London where William Wallace was executed. History, beach!
1: I also noticed the slight hesitation after Dick cross streams. That was too easy. <laughs> So I let it go.
0: Oh, the the names in this one. <laughs> and as I say, I've genuinely not changed a thing. This is absolutely legitimate. We have Dick, Willie, and Fanny, and Cock Lane.
1: Unreal. This is a four-way then, isn't it? Mm. I was going to say a menage a trois, but three dicks and a fanny, four-way.
0: Well, I don't know that the fourth dick is heavily involved. Fourth. Well, you said three dicks and a fanny, so the fourth
1: person—fourth dick. <laughs> I was about to... I'm confused where this extra penis came from. <laughs> is it yours? Well, <laughs> were you in? The... Were you in the closet watching, recording? Are you the historian of this story? <laughs> this is factual. Kev was there. My
0: time traveling secret is out. Oh, I'm the time traveling cupboard wanker.
1: <laughs> you hear a bang in your cupboard. That's me! All these stories of things that go bump in the night is Kev tripping on something in the cupboard. That's me!
0: Peeping through the cracks. You
1: porn photographer. Oh.
0: Oh, this episode's Mm. going downhill quick, and I didn't think it was possible to go much further downhill considering we're dealing with cock, dick, fanny, willy.
1: And your pervertedness of hiding in cupboards recording. (sighs) You learn something Uh, uh, new every day, don't you?
0: I'm just going to move on.
1: Not into a cupboard, I hope.
0: Well, that's only when I go back in time, sir. To change the past.
1: Isn't every moment back in time?
0: That moment's back in time. So is that one. Oh my god!
1: Keeps <laughs> a rubber a cupboard.
0: <laughs> it's how I keep the world safe.
1: Is <laughs> <laughs> my chair going down? Uh, I'm going to erect my chair.
0: It turns out
1: that, <laughs> that Willie Kent was an... Oh, sorry. I've, I've ruined this podcast already.
0: Willie Kent was an... I'm not sure how to say this. Is it Ursura or Usura? I think it's Ursura. It's but
1: your it's, podcast, so I'm just going to let you say it how you want to so
0: say So it. it's a position similar to a loan shark. So I'm going to call it a loan shark. Call him Sharky. Basically, someone who lends out money at high interest rates. A bank. (laughs) (laughs) Well, arguably, indeed. This type of individual probably isn't a great idea around Dick, and sure enough, Dick needed booze, so Willie lent Dick 12 guineas. A guinea was a coin of currency used between 1663 and 1814. The loan was to be paid back at a rate of one guinea per month. All was well for a time. So he
1: had a whole year to pay back this money? Yeah. Could he pay it in, like, could he miss a month and then pay to the following month? No, 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 you don't do that
0: with a loan shark. That's a leg gone.
1: Wow shark could bite Dick.
0: And you know that interest rate is going up day by day. Willie and Dick got along to the degree that Willie shared a secret with Dick. It turns out that Willie and Fanny were not married after all. Willie was actually married to Fanny's sister, Elizabeth Lyons, and together they ran an inn and later a post office too in Stoke Ferry, Norfolk. Elizabeth had a difficult pregnancy and so Fanny moved in to help. Sadly, Elizabeth and the child passed away and Fanny stayed on as a housemaid. Willie was grieving, seeking solace. One thing led to another and Fanny was soon consoling Willie to the point that Willie travelled to London for guidance on his fondling of Fanny. Willie discovered that due to laws of the time, willie couldn't marry fanny as outlined by the haunted palace blog willie moved to london to resist Fanny's warm temptation but fanny held on tight fanny wrote some letters and soon enough fanny was together with willie in london the couple masqueraded as married but this was illegal Fanny's family could not be happy with this arrangement and now with the disclosure Dick was privy to very sensitive information about a man to whom Dick owed several guineas but you can trust a dick right?
1: No This this well, has been tough I was about to say um, if anyone out there listening has managed to keep up with this bravo <laughs> <laughs> if he misses a payment he can be like You just let me slide for a month, and I won't won't tell the old Bill what's really going on. Mm -hmm. And would they have had documentation at the time to say that they were wed?
0: Yes. Yeah, documentation existed at this time, and we mentioned Fanny writing letters a moment ago.
1: So yeah, they would have had to have held some form of documentation to prove that they're married, so... Or the word of the church. If he did grass them up, there isn't really a way they could get out of it, is there? Well, that we know of just now, but I mean, they can just say he's grassing. He owes me money and he's trying to get out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think this was still in the times where religion was incredibly important. Uh, Religious folks' word was the word so if they claim they're married and they went to speak to the bishop of the area or whatever they'd be like no
1: that didn't happen boom i have no idea why this has just come to my head probably because i was you asked if um you can trust a dick mm-hmm. and i was trying to align that with the name john for why a penis would you, why would you do and, that because you can't trust a john well, so, but you
0: can they're honorable and trustworthy you covered this
1: I have a question and it's never really dawned on me why. Why is a toilet called a John? And a condom a Johnny? What is their reference to the name John? And then a penis a Johnson. Mm. Can't trust a John.
0: Well, that's clearly evidence that you can son. trust a John. <laughs> <laughs> Toilets are important. So you can trust the John, son.
1: But They're also filthy. If you
0: don't, you're going to shit on the floor? Do you shit on the floor at home? No. You trust your John, son?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Would you shit on your John?
0: My John or my Johnson? Where's the Johnny come into it?
1: How have we derailed this podcast so much? What
0: What do you mean we?
1: We've derailed it you'll take responsibility for this it's your episode
0: absolutely not come 1759 <laughs> <laughs> What? oh why am i feeling so childish today it's nothing to do with the names come 1759 Willie was away on business, but Willie had been busy with Fanny because Fanny was now pregnant. Ooh. Fanny wanted company, so Dick's 12-year-old daughter, herself called Elizabeth, went to stay in the same bed as Fanny. At night, in bed, Fanny and Elizabeth began to hear knocking that was you. from the cupboard. <laughs> Soon, the knocking was accompanied by scratching. That was you. Fanny assumed this was the shoe repair man next door at first, but those noises continued. Even on Sunday, when the cobbler was not working. Shortly after, James Franzen, that pub landlord, nipped by to see Dick, but Dick wasn't inside Cock Lane. Whilst there, James would encounter the sighting of a white glowing figure dashing up the stairs. Just as this happened, Dick returned home and walked in the door at the exact moment to also see this spectral figure dash up the stairs. Now, spiritualism was really in at this time and Dick wanted answers as to what was bothering Cock Lane. Ooh. Knocking, scratching, spectral presences.
1: That's exactly what the uh, citizens of South Park heard when... Randy was inside the internet box. I say internet box. It was a little like port cabin, when the whole town had no internet and it was uh, all in that one spot. Yeah, ectoplasm. <laughs> <laughs> you saw ectoplasm from <laughs> you
0: saving the world, one cupboard at a time.
1: Was there any? rumors or stories or anything around at the time of there being a ghost or a spirit Uh, before
0: this we're gonna get onto that in the next section but what do you think it could be without being given the information
1: i've already said about
0: five times well it wasn't me i'm not in this episode (laughs) dick willy fanny and kevin (laughs)
1: All right, so it's not someone with a sheet that's quickly like right, on a fishing hook. Pishing no, hook. no, trying to catch people out.
0: Would I bring that to an episode?
1: yep <laughs> um, I was about to say could could it just be a trick of the light? yeah, potentially, potentially, but then, if he's walked through the door and seen it, I suppose
0: I suppose what's um, important here, you've got a couple of witnesses already
1: what time of day was it do
0: you know it didn't actually say in the accounts
1: because I'm wondering if someone has a candle and it's just they've moved somewhere and the shadow has kind of moved with depending on where the light was I'd,
0: I'd love to bat that away but yeah I generally don't know the time I'd be making it up if I was to say Okay.
1: Um, I don't know then trick of the light at the moment all right. And what about the knocking? Is that a trickle of the light too? It's you. <laughs> I see in your camera flash.
0: <laughs> there weren't any cameras in this time. What's with you? Here's a random size <laughs> for If you travel back in time, does technology come with you or does it revert to whatever it is in that time period? That's just because you want me to have a camera and be flashing in this I don't time. I want you
1: to have one, you have one. Don't own a camera.
0: Dick you still got
1: a phone. Ah. <laughs> Don't make me call it to prove it. It's on silent. So you've got one.
0: House phone. Can't take that away with me. No camera on it. Dick. <laughs> Dick, 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 dick Still owed Willie those guineas
1: All of them? Yeah. How much time had passed? Don't know A few months So does he owe all? Does he owe the remainder?
0: He owes the remainder of all That he hasn't paid
1: So do you know how much he's paid? I've got no idea
0: do you think Fanny's sister Elizabeth would feel about Fanny banging Willie?
1: Different time. I don't know. I don't know what they're into. Well, there's no kink shame in it.
0: Elizabeth has passed away, remember? Still. And her sister is banging her husband.
1: We don't know if she'd want them both to be happy.
0: Well, word unexplainably allegedly truthfully got out and as you can imagine it didn't take long for the hypothesis to arise that the ghost was indeed that of Willie's deceased wife Elizabeth, returning from beyond to accuse Fanny of Elizabeth's murder I'm so happy there's a normal name Fanny and Willie quickly moved out of Cock Lane and the knocks ceased Willie didn't forget those dollars though and sought legal action against Dick to recover those owed guineas. Sadly, soon after this, Fanny contracted smallpox and passed away while still pregnant on the 2nd of February 1760. (laughs) Fanny was buried in the vault of St John Church in Clerkenwell, London, and no, that wasn't my church, I wasn't there in the cupboard. Fanny and Willie had completed wills and so willie inherited fanny's riches fanny's family were even more pissed dick meanwhile called in honorable john moore a leader of a local church to assess the spirit which after that legal action as coincidence would have it begun to knock and to scratch away once more john would diagnose through the spirit's communication that this spirit was now in fact the spirit of Scratching Fanny Kent, aka Linz, again who was returning from the grave to accuse Willy of her murder. This allegedly truthfully had nothing to do with the fact that Dick had to pay Willy back those guineas following the legal action and was extremely bitter. Séances/séances ensued and it was quickly identified to audiences in the tens that Willie had poisoned Fanny's herbal drink known as a pearl with arsenic. Fanny spoke to Elizabeth alone but also communicated further through the knocks, one for yes, two for no. There were many believers including Fanny's own sister, Anne. Anne even stated that Fanny's coffin was tied down tightly so that nobody could ever search for signs of smallpox.
1: Okay, so let me get this straight. Dick double-crossed Willie and put out the rumour that they weren't actually married. He then somehow well, creates this ghost or this not apparition these knocks and scratches probably with the help of an accomplice he that's one
0: theory but remember they first started whilst he wasn't there and he came back to see the apparition but he didn't originate he the knocks. set that
1: up before and gone no. how dare you so that he's not compl- how very dare so a those, local
0: church leader has so verified those this.
1: Rumors started, and everyone was like, Oh,
0: can you call and it a rumor when it's been witnessed by a local church like, leader? No I'm less
1: gonna poison my wife now, so I can get even more money. And then Dick was like, Take him to court, and they went to court, and then he still has to pay him the money. And he was like, fuck, Still got to pay the money. <sniffs> I'm gonna pretend none of that happened. I was gonna go somewhere else there, but I lost my train of (laughs) (laughs) thought. Have you arrived? And yes, I have. And I started the train up and it worked. (laughs) (laughs) Back on track. And is fully aware that something fishy has gone on. Now what we need to make sure is that Fanny's fishing is it Willie now Willie was the one that was married wasn't he Dick so Willie lent the money yeah but Willie was married to Fanny wasn't he
0: no Dick (laughs) Dick and Fanny
1: oh well fuck my whole hypothesis (laughs) from earlier
0: yeah so Dick owes Willie the guineas okay
1: Dick disclosed so Willie no
0: fuck (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: getting confused myself now (laughs) Just continue <laughs> Oh no, I've gone cross-eyed
0: Oh no, I've gone double cross-eyed <laughs> I'm fully confused Wait, who who did what now? So it's Dick and Fanny
1: Alright, Dick and Fanny are married
0: No, wait, William Fanny Fuck off <laughs> <laughs> Why did I have to be called Dick and Fanny? Who did this? So I was
1: right the first time So if I was right the first time, stick by my first hypothesis.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. Do not ask me to recant it. yeah, Willie and Fanny are together.
1: Cool. Is he now going to try it on with Anne? I don't know. Is he going for the triple jackpot? (laughs) I've got so confused with this case. (laughs) Uh. Elizabeth and Fanny Anne.
0: Dick and Willie are just too similar.
1: Well, they're not. One's good with money, the other isn't.
0: People love a scandal. If and
1: they can understand it.
0: Dick cashed in. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure <laughs> at this point, I might have swapped Dick and Willy. <laughs> Somebody began holding nightly sciences. <laughs> and queues formed in cock lane. Due to these sessions, answers would forever become known as Scratching Fanny. Several well-known folks of the time witnessed these sessions but barely anybody will know who I mean if I reel off novelist Oliver Goldsmith or novelist Horace Walpole. Despite this, it was actually a good few weeks before Willie got his eye on this. Willie immediately contacted Honorable John Moore and Honorable John was actually impressed with. Willie's honourable trustworthiness. Next, Willie began attending the séances himself with some associates. Dick's daughter Elizabeth had become the focus of the haunting. Willie is the one owed the money.
1: Who was married to Dick who? and Fanny? So, it's- Dick and Fanny are married. Yeah,
0: that's what I said all along. <laughs> Why you getting confused for? So Willie's pissed off because he hasn't been paid by Dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Willie and his group attended the seances, Elizabeth <clears throat> was undressed in front of many spectators and publicly put to bed, whilst Mary Fraser, Dick's relative, called for Fanny to appear. Fanny, Fanny, why don't you come? Do come, pray, Fanny, come, dear Fanny, come. Fanny didn't come after this.
1: Dries the Sahara desert.
0: <laughs> Honourable John Moore <laughs> cleared the room, blaming the noise, and then enticed Fanny's spirit before inviting the Willie and Willie's observers back in. Fanny would then communicate in those typical séance ways. And whilst Willie denied this was his Fanny's spirit So, so Willie the... was married to her? Due to the things Fanny was saying, not being like old Fanny, the public begun wanting blood. Willie's blood. <laughs> well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> What can I say? <laughs> Hopefully, something.
1: <laughs>
0: I've got confused with all the Willy and Dick, to be honest. There's too much slapping
1: around. You've you got so confused you don't know what's what or who's who. I do. I know There's in my head. There's too many cross streams. <laughs> Are you no, sure? So it's,
0: it's Dick and Fanny, yeah.
1: It's not. It is. Is it?
0: Yeah.
1: Are you sure. Yes.
0: 100%. Or was it? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Willy was the lone shark. Yeah. But Willy was also married, wasn't he?
0: I mean, I don't know why you can't keep up to be honest. All right. <sighs> Breathe. So it's William Fanny. Okay. <laughs> Genuinely William Fanny, all right? Don't get confused. So they wanted Willy's blood.
1: <laughs> what for not believing in the séance? And not believing that it was his. Dick's family. blood.
0: <laughs> Who? <laughs> Some are good questions.
1: William Fanny. Ish. Should we just call everyone John so we never wrong? Or should we
0: just pack it up and go home? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're going home, guys.
0: Uh, with public outcry for justice. So I'm gonna cry
1: for justice in
0: a minute. (laughs) Samuel Fledgier, the mayor of London, called in professionals to examine Scratching Fanny.
1: We are definitely not professionals.
0: Was headed by Reverend Stephen Aldrich, the vicar of St John's, and included Dr. Samuel Johnson, writer of the leading English Dictionary, for one hundred and seventy-three years until the Oxford Dictionary was published. On the 1st of February 1762, the investigators would attend a séance. At ten at night, the committee would enter Elizabeth's chamber. An hour later, nothing had happened and the gentleman retired downstairs. The group begun debating visiting the church vault Fanny lay within because in an earlier séance, Fanny alleged, truthfully, that Fanny would pop up there. As the committee debated... They were summoned back to the chamber. The scratching had started again. Upon entering the chamber, Elizabeth declared that she could feel the spirit like a mouse on her back. The committee though, detected no paranormal evidence. At one in the morning, the committee did indeed travel to St John's to see if the spirit would appear as previously promised, with a knock. Once in the vault, silence. Fanny did not get her knockers out. The group returned to question Elizabeth, but could not convince Elizabeth to confess to fraud. The group concluded regardless that Elizabeth was making the sounds herself and sent Elizabeth home between 2 and 3 a.m.
1: Terrible time to send her home. I was literally thinking when you said that the scratching had started again, and then you kind of mentioned it a little bit after. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask if we even thought of rats. (laughs) Rats or mice. No, we haven't. (laughs) (laughs) Could just be scratching away at floorboards. Shuffling along. Getting little bits of bread. Dropping little bits or knocking against things.
0: Mm. I mean, this would have been a rat-ridden time. Mm -hmm. You might have hit the nail on the head there, sir.
1: Right in my kitchen. What am I gonna do? Not listen to Kevin. He speaks of Dick and Willie. <laughs> I'm still confused in my mind. You're confused. <laughs> think about how everybody so, listening to this feels right now.
0: <laughs> Willie married Fanny, and he's the one who lent money to Dick. I
1: apologize I think... on <laughs> Kevin <laughs> at all's behalf.
0: I'm having an off week. <laughs>
1: Is it because you're tall now? The altitude's different up there. The air's thinner. You can't think. You can't breathe. I... <laughs> it's
0: like I'm on top of a mountain. Me and five, five is testing. Right, shall we just crack on? <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> Further studies of the haunting of Elizabeth were actually carried out and some did experience the scratching and knocking. Those usually took place when Elizabeth was in bed. As soon as Elizabeth's hands and legs were in view, all noises ceased. Elizabeth may allegedly have been caught on one occasion hiding some wood on her person, but that's irrelevant. That occasion was said to follow after Elizabeth was warned that her dad would go to prison if the ghost didn't exist. But that wasn't enough. On February 25th, 1762, Willie had Fanny's coffin opened to stop rumours that Fanny's body had been removed from the coffin to stop the knocking. Fanny's body was still there and John Moore printed a full retraction. Willie was cleared and Willie now wanted blood himself. I'm following it. (laughs) Dick, John Moore and the three others involved in the séances (laughs) were charged with conspiracy, and some, including Honourable John, escaped jail only by paying Willie compensation. Dick, however, went down. Dick was inside for two years. limp. (sighs) Elizabeth was never visited by scratching Fanny again. During Dick's time, Dick was put in stocks on a few occasions, and unusually... People were really kind to Dick and even gathered collections for Dick rather than sticking it to Dick. So he sat in the stocks with his arms through the holes and whatnot, and rather than pelting him, they're doing a collection and giving him stuff. Yeah.
1: Went and fed him.
0: The world loved Dick.
1: I mean, was he a nice guy in general? Just a bit of a... Like, like to drink. Yeah. Like to and... like, gamble. Put, I don't know. Had a grudge against
0: Willy because he owed him money and maybe felt that the deal he got wasn't quite on. Yeah. Being loan shark rates and whatnot.
1: Just trying to get out of it. Trying maybe, to. Maybe he went out and he was buying people drinks. That's why people liked him.
0: <laughs> Everyone's best friend. Mm-hmm. Spending all all everyone, the money he's been lent by Willy.
1: Everyone loves a little dick. Except Willy
0: there was no more mention of scratching Fanny at the time. It's reported though that in the mid-1800s, Fanny's by then unmarked coffin was opened once again, this time by illustrator JW Archer. Inside was the well-preserved body of a hot woman. There was no sign of smallpox, Meanwhile. Arsenic is said to preserve the deceased, which is why it was used as an embalming agency before it was discovered to be deadly. Was this evidence of arsenic poisoning? At the time, Archer was working on illustrations for a book called Memoir of Extraordinary Popular Delusions. Was Archer sensationalising to sell books? I think you'll agree that Archer definitely allegedly truthfully saw the body of Scratching Fanny, but aha! Before you call bullshit... Between Willie leaving and the seances starting, a lady named Catherine Friend moved in to and quickly moved back out of Cock Lane because she was freaked out by the knocking. So we do have a reliable witness.
1: There's a rat in my kitchen. What am I going to do? Willie. Yes. Lone shark. Yep. May have poisoned his wife to get hold of her money.
0: Potentially,
1: so it was William Fanny.
0: Yeah, yeah, we established that Dick's the one who borrowed the money, and then we're spreading rumours that Willie yeah. offed Fanny.
1: So we are now but were they track
0: Oh, we were whole, never off track.
1: Don't know what the details. fuck you've been listening to. <laughs> never trusted John.
0: What do you mean? I've not even been in this room. I've been in the
1: cupboard. Is that how you know that the uh, preserved body is hot? Were you there? I didn't say it's hot. Oh, yes, you did.
0: You've added that detail yourself.
1: Oh, nope. <laughs> if you rewind your tape... <laughs> if we've
0: established anything today, it's that... <laughs> You're all over the place. (laughs) I know exactly what's going on in this episode. You don't know. You're left and right. You're up and down. I should have changed their names. I thought it would be funny to leave them as they are, but it's just chaos. It's not funny anymore.
1: You don't know the difference between Dick and Fanny? Or Willie and Fanny? Well, Willie and Dick
0: Dick is where I'm struggling, to be honest. Bet you are. (laughs) (laughs) i have just... I've taken too many (laughs) (laughs) all of the details I've shared today definitely happened and were published for example in the public ledger but what else could have been going on if not spirit okay we've touched upon a hoax at Dick's command courtesy of his daughter Elizabeth to pay back Willie whom Dick owed money to we know that whilst a holy man Dick was also a heavy drinker. But what else could it be? There were lots of witnesses. Was it an element of public hysteria? An initial hoax that took on a life of its own? Did all the scared folks visiting actually manifest the energy of those the séance intended to summon? Or rather than just a hoax, was this the best alternative form of theatre-like entertainment available in the 1700s? Come and look round the horned ass! Today, the Lane of Cock stands, but Dick's residence stands no more, having been demolished in 1979 in favour of office blocks.
1: So there's a scratching fanny going around the office.
0: Does scratching fanny visit those offices? Allegedly truthfully. On further note, arsenic does stop the stench of decomposing bodies, but it doesn't stop bodies decomposing so much
1: as slow and possibly mummify them. So do you reckon that's why um, there was a lot of hysteria about people coming back from the grave during those times? Because and people when they, were using arsenic. When they dug the bodies up they still looked fresh to those people, like they didn't look decomposed.
0: Could have been a factor in people believing in vampirism for example.
1: Mm. So, um... He also, apart from po- the possibility of having rats there, could also have um, so all the knocking and stuff like that. And then you said some woman moved in, but she heard all the knocking. Yes. Did she you know about the knocking before she moved in? Don't have that
0: information.
1: Because it's quite possible that if you're so worried about something happening, that you kind of start to... Manifest yeah, that, that can You're almost starting to hear it
0: Become a self-fulfilling prophecy Yeah, yeah. You It's playing on your mind it, And then so you much. hear things You might have heard And not really paid attention to mm-hmm. But now every creak in the walls And walls do creak in houses
1: Absolutely Because the
0: walls move I'm afraid to tell you people If you get a house That shit is moving
1: mm-hmm. I fell asleep the other day And heard a couple of knocks And was like "Oh, The hell was that And then just Went to sleep And woke up tethered Well to be fair I went downstairs to uh, the check that no one had broken into my house. And then I went back upstairs and went to sleep. Tethered. Yeah, but at the moment it's not affecting me, is it? <laughs> affecting keep, keep those around closed. you.
0: <laughs> I'll be fine. I'm a John. <laughs> I feel like you're not going to have any questions today because it's been a very straightforward episode. So in summary... We've heard of Richard Dick Parsons, whom lived in a little place called Cock Lane in 1762 London. Dick liked a drink, and so to get some cash, Dick agreed for William and Francis, a.k.a. William Fanny Kent, to move into Cock Lane. Willie was an usura, 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 Shark. <laughs> Willie was a loan shark And quickly loaned Dick 12 guineas Before long Willie had disclosed to Dick That Willie was not actually married to Fanny Willie had actually been married to Elizabeth Lines, But Elizabeth had experienced a difficult pregnancy And so Fanny moved in Elizabeth and child sadly passed away And Fanny stayed on With Willie soon seeking solace in Fanny Scandal! Laws of the time prevented William and Fanny from marrying and so Willy moved away to London but after some letters Fanny soon joined. Roll on a little while and Fanny was pregnant and Willy was away. Dick's daughter Elizabeth was staying in the room to keep Fanny company. Knocking and scratching sounds begun. Soon the theory came out the spirit was Elizabeth, returning from the grave to accuse Fanny of her murder. Willy and Fanny quickly moved out.
1: see so now we've got to the summary this makes sense
0: (laughs) (laughs) it always did (laughs) sadly soon after this fanny caught smallpox and passed away fanny was buried at the vault of st john's church in clerkenwell willie inherited fanny's riches which pissed fanny's family off dick meanwhile called in John Moore, who identified that the spirit was now scratching Fanny, returning from beyond to accuse Willie of poisoning Fanny's herbal drink with arsenic. Willie, who had just taken legal action to get his 12 guineas back from Dick. Fanny's sister Anne was among the believers. Dick begun holding nightly séances, and eventually (laughs) Willie got his eye on this. Willie convinced John Moore of his honesty before attending the séances to defend himself. Grandville's face when I say that. (laughs) Dick's daughter, Elizabeth, had become the focus of the haunting, with Fanny communicating her accusation through Elizabeth. The mayor of London organised for a paranormal committee to attend and examine the séance and also attend St John's church where Fanny had been reported to say at an earlier séance that she would appear. (laughs) The paranormal pals saw no such evidence in their examinations. Further studies did encounter knocking and Fanny scratching, but this ceased when Elizabeth's hands and feet were in view. Rumours persisted and so Willie had Fanny's coffin opened, proving that Fanny hadn't been removed to stop the knocking. John Moore was horrified and printed a public retraction of the claims. Willie was clean. The seance group were charged with conspiracy and Dick went down for two years. Case closed, you may think, but in the 1800s Fanny's coffin was opened and a well-preserved female was discovered, suggesting arsenic was indeed a factor. It was opened up, though, by illustrator J.W. Archer, who was working on a spectacular book including a section on scratching fanny and arsenic doesn't actually quite have that effect that's the lot it was always straightforward i don't know why you got so confused i'm already having palpitations about how difficult this episode is going to be to edit
1: (laughs) so essentially dick didn't want to pay willie so he got his daughter to pretend that there was a ghost of his ex-wife there to try and not con him but get him in trouble yeah so so try and wipe off his debt i guess yeah wouldn't have to pay him back and then i suppose just in the background we had the whole willie poisoning his wife to get her inheritance to get money yeah so these are two terrible dicks, really. Two don't ter- don't, don't give terrible, them both the same name, please. Two terrible Johnsons. Don't do that. Do two not do that.
0: It seems so straightforward now that now that we've summarised. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember whether I got confused in the middle, or you queried whether it is Dick or Willie, and that just I, I lost track of which one was which because
1: you muddled them up, and it threw me for a loop.
0: So I think I misinterpreted a sentence in one of the sections and changed their name on the fly when I shouldn't have done that, and that's destroyed the whole middle of this episode. (laughs) Now I'm toying with whether to leave it as it is or to stick there. (laughs)
1: Leave it.
0: Stick a little note in. This was actually... (laughs) Ignore that. This will make sense later. Yeah. Leave it in. Uh, So... Are you saying that this incredibly
1: straightforward tale was Spooky's? No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all.
0: Uh, not even close.
1: I was going to go down the line of it, could be rats right in the kitchen. But no, now that we've summarised, it's Elizabeth.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Dick put Elizabeth up to it, more than likely, to try and help the family out.
1: And then all the other
0: kind of just had the idea witnesses in their mind.
1: yeah or anything could just be people wanting something to happen so yeah as we covered kind of, in
0: your ouija board episode when a group of people get together and have got an idea in their head Mm-hmm. subconscious things start happening
1: either that or they don't they told their friends that they went and they don't want to come out and say that nothing happened mm-hmm so they were like, oh, I experienced this when I went, or I saw that when I went. And then it just grows, because they have to keep that lie up. Yep. Yeah. Not ghosties.
0: Yeah, this one, I could not believe it when I came across the names. What a freaking story. I wonder if, like, in 300 years' time, our names will mean, like, the JJ and Penis?
1: I mean... Yours already
0: does. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. Alas, yeah, this one wasn't spookies for me, but I love the thought of this entertaining olden London, and I really enjoyed researching this one. Didn't enjoy going back over it, but enjoyed researching it. (laughs) Any final thoughts from yourself, Mr. Moonwalker?
1: I just want to go to sleep. (laughs) I'm so confused.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Should we just nap? (laughs) It
1: just made me tired.
0: Uh, I don't think...
1: Too much brain. I've
0: ever struggled so much with the narrative as in comparison to what we did today. Just, it got really confusing. And it's quite straightforward.
1: (laughs) It's so straightforward. Uh, But you put so many dicks and woolies in it that you fucked yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: I, I should learn a lesson from that. But that is a wrap for today. Thank you for listening to But It Was Aliens! If you've enjoyed the show and want to hear a little more, and I quite frankly can appreciate if you don't after that, but if you do, or you simply want to stick a few pennies in the pro pot to support the continuation of these probes, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash But It Was Aliens. There, for about the cost of a coffee, or standard alcoholic beverage you can gain access to the side probes paranormal cases released each month which are too spicy too lengthy or simply too silly for the wider world really this one should have been there <laughs> if you have any suggestions for side probes or the main show we would love to hear from you you can find us on the twitter at but it was aliens <coughs> He failed! (laughs) On the Twitter! (laughs) That was lame. (laughs) Uh, Oh, you can join our public. On the Twitter! My gosh. You can join our publicly private, secret, well advertised Facebook group called Extraterrestrial Towers, where we tend to post memes and at times imagery from our research notes. You can find us on the Instagram at But It Was Aliens Now. Yes, goddammit! The original. Prick who had that label has deleted their account, so we got it. Been waiting for that damn thing for three years, <laughs> waiting. Now all our handles are the same. Search, but it was aliens, and you will find us. That's about all for today. So until next time, how do you make a haunted house a haunted home? The truth is up there. Hashtag tag.